Hey, this is the first episode of my podcast. Uh, I'm going to call it the Plain English Podcast for right now. And uh, the reason for that being uh, my wife suggested I do this uh, because I can kind of explain a lot of political and legal concepts in very plain English because uh, I might be able to read and write at a very high level, but maybe I speak at a third grade level. So might be easier for me to kind of explain things. And really, I just need a place other than Facebook to bitch about stuff because I have a lot of family members who don't take it all that well. So needed to do this. So this is, uh, what is this? Monday, November 2nd, the day before Election Day. And the reason I wanted to have one done for today uh, was kind of to have a historical record uh, about what's going on. Um, so I'm pretty sure that Trump is going to win. And I think, I think mainly it's because, you know, you can't call someone a Nazi for 10, 15 years without it sinking in a little bit. And people think that if they're going to be, uh, giving out their opinions to pollsters, that somebody's going to come and, you know, shoot fireworks at their house or, or try to beat up their kids or something crazy like that. So I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's going to be all that close. I think people are polling incredibly poorly, especially based on 2016, uh, and based on the primaries in 2018. Um, and I, I just don't understand how people could ever vote for Joe Biden. I mean, I'm an estate planning attorney, and uh, I talk to a lot of older people, and it seems pretty fucking obvious to me that this dude is sunsetting. It's, it's, it's very clear that he's not all there, and he's basically being drug along by his wife and you know all his other lackeys there, and they're just kind of just dragging his ass into the White House, and then they're going to step over him and take over. The real good question is how do they get rid of him? Is it 25th Amendment? Does he die mysteriously? You know, is he one of these people who, uh, like, worked for the Clintons and then, you know, they get robbed and all the money is still there? Or maybe they committed suicide by shooting themselves twice in the back of the head? Something like that. I don't know. You know, you never know what's going to happen. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of a just a... Stupid thing to say, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know where everything is going to end up, especially if Trump wins. Uh, I feel like we're going to have to leave here and go to my parents' house because my parents' house is in the middle of nowhere, and it's it would be a lot safer if people are going to go nuts. Um, it's just a, a, a bad situation to be in, but... It's okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that Trump is going to win, and um, I'm pretty sure things are going to get pretty hairy uh, in in the next few weeks. Um, but you know, it, it just kind of depends on uh, uh, how how many mail-in votes come in in the next few weeks. I guess since we can count them up to what was it seven nine days after the election, that seems kind of insane to me. Uh, but some states are going to do that. And a lot of people say that everybody's vote should be counted. 
Maybe that's true. Or maybe we should have some sort, some sort of restrictions on who can vote. I understand not having a poll tax because that's just based on income. But I think at, at, at least some people, you know, we, we need to be able to have some sort of test in place so that, you know, we can qualify who can vote. Like, should you be able to read to vote? I think that's, that's pretty fair. Because if you can't read, how are you going to decipher all the information? How are you going to know who, who you're voting for? How are you going to know what the issues are? Are you just watching cable TV all day? If so, then you're, you're probably an idiot. And uh, you, you shouldn't be voting anyway. But there needs to be something in place. Because pure democracy doesn't really work all that well. And I think everybody... Well, you know, the Democrats talk about democracy so much, but this is not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. So there are certain things that the government can't do and certain things that the government is supposed to do. That's all laid out in a constitution. And then we have people represent us in the government. It's not pure democracy because pure democracy, what's the saying? It's uh, democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner, obviously. The two wolves represent a majority. They can just push everything through. That's why segregation occurred, because you had a majority of the population uh, you know, saying they didn't want these things to happen. They didn't want to be around these people, so then you had Jim Crow laws in place. Pure democracy does not work well. It ends up in mob rule. That's why we have a constitution that says that all men are created equal and, you know, the Declaration of Independence is there and, you know, the thing, as Joe Biden would say. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's not something that we should uh, take lightly, I think. You know, we need, we need some sort of education in this country. It seems like no one has to take civics classes anymore. Um, and I understand that, you know, a lot of people may not necessarily have a degree in political science like I do, or an MBA like I do, or a law degree like I do, but you know, you should have some basic understanding of what the issues are and who you should vote for. Because it seems like Joe Biden, I don't, I don't know how they could have picked a worse candidate, honestly. I mean, I know that if it's a referendum on Trump, then basically he's just a body and he just needs to be there. But couldn't they pick a body that hasn't gaffed his way through 47 years of, of public life? Somebody who hasn't run for president three times before? And then he picks Kamala Harris as a, as a vice president, <laughs> as a running mate, because she's half black and half Indian, but she's also obviously one, one of the most terrible people I think I've ever seen or read about who keeps people in jail after their sentences are up just because they want free labor in California. It's, it's fucking insane. But they put him in and run him against Trump and he can actually win, which is, which is crazy. And I understand, I understand people not liking Trump. It's really, really easy to understand why people don't like him. You know, he's, he's got, he tweets things all the time. He says, uh, you know, he's very brash. He's very, um, he's very outspoken, and uh, it's, you know, kind of understandable why you wouldn't like him. But that doesn't matter. I, 
I don't think we should choose a president based on his personality. I mean, personality plays a role, and his personality, I think, is good following Obama, because with Obama, he basically was apologetic to the world and said, America has done all of these evil things, and now I'm here to kind of smooth things over, so you guys just do what you want, and we'll sit back and, and kind of take it from you. And now we have Trump in there who, you know, you don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to bomb you? Is he going to tweet you? You don't know. It's, he's, he's very uh, unpredictable. So it makes it kind of easy to keep people in line when you're unpredictable. If they don't know if you're going to kill them or if you're going to kiss them, they'll just not act. So they may consider doing something. They say, well, shit, he might just send the Marines in. We shouldn't do that. Okay, let's not do it. It's really easy. But his policies are close to, close to ideal. I mean, as far as presidents go, he's the only one who's actually doing what he said he would do. He's doing the things he campaigned on. And he's getting, Jesus Christ, like, like peace deals in the Middle East between Israel and Arab countries. That's, that, that's unprecedented. That hasn't happened for, what, like 25 years they haven't had a single peace deal. And then, you know, Obama got a Nobel Prize before he was even president. And he didn't get any peace deals. All he did was make sure that Iran can basically do what they want and end up with a nuke in 10 years. And then you have Trump come in and, oh, shit, the deal maker is actually making deals and they're getting peace deals all over the fucking place. Like, obviously... He's doing something right, and he's trying to get people out of Syria, uh, which was Obama's doing. He put troops into Syria, and they're trying to draw down people across the world, and that, that just makes sense as far as a foreign, a foreign policy uh, opinion. That's what we should do. We should not have troops in every country around the world. We should not be spending all of our money, all of our money that we don't have, on bases all over the place. I understand in Afghanistan, Afghanistan is the graveyard of empires, so obviously, you know, a large ground force is not the answer there. You have strategic forces to kind of keep things in place, um, and uh, they're going to they're going to keep having you know special forces over there which I, I think we probably have to do. Otherwise, it just falls to the Taliban. And then we have a power vacuum, like we had in Iraq, which caused ISIS. And it's just not good for anybody. But if we could just keep things together and kind of draw things down over there, we can put more money and more time and more effort into making things better in our country instead of trying to you know, build roads and Burger Kings and... McDonald's in Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria and Libya, they can build up their own shit. Let them do that. And if they want to fight wars with each other, let them fight a fucking war. As long as they don't come over here or, or really destroy our interests. And, you know, if they start burning oil wells, setting oil wells on fire like uh, Saddam did, then, okay, maybe that's an issue. Or we could just keep fracking over here and get all of our oil from here and not have to worry about that shit unless Joe Biden is president and 
maybe at some point he'll remember that he said he was going to end fracking like 50 times on video. I don't know if he... I'm pretty sure he's just he knows that he can lie and basically say anything that he wants and no one's going to double check him. No one's going to say boo. He can just say whatever. But the dude said he would end fracking. He said he would end the oil industry. And if we do that, we're going to be completely dependent on the Middle East and Russia and whoever else we get oil from because we're not going to have the ability to have solar and wind power in the next, probably next 30, 40, 50 years. We don't have the battery technology to hold all that power. You can't, you can't just run things through the day. You have to run things at night when the sun goes down. You have to run things when they're not, when it's not windy. You have to run things in winter. You, there's a lot of times where we wouldn't be able to keep all of these renewable sources going. We need batteries to keep the energy and we don't have the fucking capability to do that yet. So why would we destroy the energy that we can use in favor of uh, an energy that we can't yet? That's, that's just fucking stupid. But everything that the Democrats want right now is pretty fucking stupid. Uh, but, you know, maybe they'll just lock down the economy again. That'll probably be good. <laughs> What could possibly go wrong? It's not like Europe locked down. They had real lockdowns, especially Italy, and now they're worse off than we are because you can't hide from a virus. You can hide for a little while, but eventually you're gonna come outside three, six months later, and the virus is still here. It's still running around, and it will be until we either reach herd immunity or we get a vaccine. And herd immunity is probably the best way to go for the vast majority of people since it doesn't really have any effect on people under 19 and it has very little effect on people under 50. Almost everybody who dies from this is over 70. Or, you know, they have diabetes and, uh, you know, obesity issues and everything else that, that could come into play. You know, COVID is one of the 18 things that kills them. But, oh, Nope, it's COVID, so we just have to all stay inside. That doesn't work. Uh, it really doesn't work in a country that was founded by people who said, fuck you, to the king with the most powerful, powerful military at the time. And we fought a war against that king with our personal guns, and we defeated the British Empire, which was unheard of at the time. I mean, Napoleon came later. He did it, but, you know, 1700s, Britain was it. They had the best navy, and the navy was what you needed to win a war back then. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand how Trump could lose at this point. I understand that people don't like him, but I think there's, you know, there's a lot of talk about a hidden Trump vote, and I really think that exists because... Um, there's a lot of things I want to say on, you know, Facebook and Instagram and things like that that I don't because I'm trying to maintain some semblance of, you know, a relationship with people who are on the left and and people who are on the right because I don't really fit in anywhere other than I guess libertarian. But um, there's a lot of shit that I don't say on there that I want to. I would like to put up a Trump sign, but then you know my house might get egged or. 
I probably wouldn't put up a Trump sign anyway because I don't really give a shit about him in particular. But I know that they don't like him. And I feel like they don't like him specifically because he speaks directly to the people that they don't like. The, you know, the, the baskets of deplorables, all the flyover states. That's where he's big because he's this crazy rich dude who acts like he might be your friend. But, you know, the, the powerful, the rich elites, they don't like that because he may have money, but they see him as being lower class. So they don't want him to succeed at all. They really just don't want anybody who they view as, um, as lesser to be successful, which is really unfortunate since uh, I didn't go to Harvard. I mean, I've got a bunch of degrees, but they're not from Harvard. I'm not an elite. They probably hate me too. But everything's going to change. Maybe tomorrow, because either Trump wins and things get a lot better because the Democrats will realize that they can't keep COVID up for four years, and maybe they start opening up California and New York, uh, or Biden wins and the rioting maybe stops. Although I don't know if it would, because I don't think the rioters, I don't think Antifa, I don't think they really like Joe Biden that much. They might understand that he's the, the necessary evil between them and full-fledged communism. And he seems to be willing to just slide down that slippery slope as fast as possible. But I don't think they really give a shit about Joe Biden either. But Joe Biden won't be there for that long, because as soon as he's elected, they could just 25th Amendment him out of the way. And then we have Kamala Harris, who, as of today, is actually espousing communism, talking about equality of outcomes. Like, we have to make sure everybody starts off equal. We can't just give out money. Reparations aren't enough anymore. We can't just give someone money because that doesn't bring them up to where we are. So we all have to start off in the same place, and we also have to end in the same place. That doesn't make any fucking sense. That's not how that's not how that's not how people work. That's not how governments work. That's not how economies work. You cannot make sure that everyone ends up in the same place. If you do, they all end up in poverty. That's what happens in every communist country. Because if you want everyone to be equal, you're not gonna have everyone be equally rich. You're gonna have everyone be equally poor. Because you're gonna have some really corrupt people in the government who are taking all of this money and all of this power for themselves, and we would have no ability to do anything about it, just like they did in, um, in Russia and the Soviet Union. And then after everything falls, whoever shows up with a gun is who owns that place. That's, that's how you get all these oligarchs in, um, in Ukraine and those other Soviet bloc countries. After everything fell... All the workers were just standing around saying, what do we do now? And then a guy shows up with a couple of people with rifles and they say, this is my factory now. You work for me. And that building is mine and that building is mine and that building is mine. So then they're just billionaires overnight. That's not how we want things to work. And it's not how things could ever work as, as, as human beings. We just don't have the ability to 
keep everyone equal forever. And it would be stupid to try to do so because, again, if you try to keep everyone equal, that means that you're not bringing people up to the highest level. That means you're preventing people at the highest level from succeeding. You're going to bring them down to the lowest level that you can to make sure that everyone's equal. So that's just, uh, that's plain old communism. And it's, it's pretty fucking crazy that she's actually admitting that that's what she's for now. But it seems kind of par for the course. And maybe, maybe that's all just, uh, you know, pandering. Maybe it's puffery. You know, they are trying to get elected. But that's a crazy place to go. That would be like Trump, you know, endorsing the Nazi party to try to win the election. That would be a really fucking crazy thing to do. But it's also crazy to go to the other side and start endorsing communism. But they're going to do it. So I hope uh, Joe Biden doesn't win because if he does, uh, obviously, you know, the president can't just do anything that he wants, but they already have the House. The Senate is not that far away. They could certainly flip the Senate, and then we would all be fucked because they're going to run through every, every amendment they can. They're going to change every rule. And part of the problem with our country in general is that the president should never have that much power. The president has been ceded power by the legislature over decades because they don't want to have responsibility. Because if they have responsibility, they can be blamed for things going wrong. But if they give this power to the president, they can say, that's not my fault, that's his fault. So then we're screwed. But it's not something that we should uh, keep dealing with, I think. It's, um, you know, it, things are going to end, um, I feel like. Pretty soon, things things are going to really come to a head because now the media largely has convinced a large portion of this country that they are being completely oppressed, even though they have every right to do everything that everyone else does. And we just had a black president who had black attorney generals. Everybody was black. And somehow we're still keeping black people from doing anything? That doesn't really sound right. And I understand that maybe there, there are still some issues with the black community, but the black community also has to be willing to address their own issues. But if you say that, then they shout you down, like Shelby Steele or, or Bill Cosby or anybody like that, who basically says, fix your own shit, and do some work, and then you can improve. Nobody wants to hear that. Everybody wants a handout, which is understandable, but it can't continue this way. And I think uh, things are going to get pretty bad if Trump wins. <sighs> I'm rambling a lot over here. I need somebody to talk to. I might have to bring in a guest or two. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's pretty much where things stand right now. Tomorrow might be pretty fun. It might be, you know, obviously, I don't think we're, we're probably going to know unless it's just a landslide um, because so many mail-in votes are going to come in a week later and still be counted 
in a lot of these battleground states, it's going to be really hard to tell what's going on. Oh, well, at least I'm in a big basement with a bunch of crazy shit on the walls. This is my certificate of not having donkey brains, so that's how you know I'm legit. Um, but yeah, this is uh, first episode of the podcast that um, for right now I'm calling it Plain English Podcast. I feel like that's not the best, and my wife said it wasn't the best, so maybe I should change it because I'm sure she knows more about marketing than I do. Hmm, I don't know. But, moral of the story, kids, is don't be a commie. I understand that Trump is not everybody's favorite. He's not my favorite sometimes. Half the time, <laughs> seeing his tweets is, uh, you know, it's kind of a palm face or face palm. Face palm, that's it. Because there's a lot of shit that he shouldn't say, but a lot of it is just fucking hilarious. It's really funny to see a crazy old billionaire who is now the president who does not give a fuck because he is sure of who he is and he's already made it. He's not like these assholes like Joe Biden who has to go around peddling influence to get some money because he never had a real fucking job. He's been in government since he was 29 and has never done a single goddamn thing except pass the 94 crime bill which was also bullshit because that was the assault weapons ban. And an assault weapon, uh, for those of you who don't know, that's a made-up term. It doesn't mean anything. Assault rifles are automatic rifles. They are illegal unless you have a Class three license, which is really hard to get. Nobody has automatic rifles. No one has assault rifles. No one has anything close to that. But an assault weapon is something that kind of maybe looks like an assault rifle. So maybe it has a pistol grip or a flash suppressor or a, a big magazine. Who knows? But they could just make up all these definitions and kind of push everything in there and who knows where it goes. But 94 crime bill. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of stilted because apparently they thought, well, Joe Biden now claims that they thought that uh, there was a really big difference between cocaine and crack, and that's why crack uh, has much stiffer, harsher penalties than cocaine does. Who's to say if they actually knew that? I don't know. Maybe they know. But now, the only bill that that dude ever really got through, the only major legislation he ever sponsored, now he says it was wrong. He, he completely disavows it because he is so beholden to the black community because they're trying to hold together this coalition because the Democratic Party is shrinking and the Republican Party is growing. They can't lose black people. So why would they run Joe Biden? Why would he be the nominee? He's the guy who put the crime bill together. Again, it's just... It, you know, the Republicans used to do this. It used to really piss me off that the Republicans, uh, basically it seemed like they were tripping over their own feet half the time. You know, it's just easy mistakes. Why the fuck would you do this? Why did you do that? Why didn't you do this? 
There's never any answers. Now it seems like the Democrats are doing that, and the Republicans finally wised up and realized that the Democrats are basically going to do whatever they want. So why would the Republicans follow the rules? Just make up some more rules. Just change the rules. Why not? The Democrats do that. The left does that. And when I say Democrats, I, I, I realize that uh, you know, n not everybody is the same, but when you're voting for the same party over and over and over, and all this party does is drive as hard as they can to the fringe, I think you need to re-examine who you are and who you're voting for at that point. My family used to all be Democrats. Everybody in the South used to be a Democrat. Now a lot of people are Republicans because the Democrats just kept going left. I mean, they've been doing this for, what, 40 years. Ronald Reagan joined the Republican Party because he said the Democrat Party left him. He didn't leave the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party left him. They just kept moving left. And this is something that I asked my brother-in-law, who is uh, very on the left. Um, I asked him, where does this end? Like, what is the natural progression? Because if you're a progressive, what are you progressing to? Where does it stop? Where's the line? Where do you say, now everybody has equal rights. Now we don't have to keep going left and doing crazy things. And he said, I don't know. So obviously, seems obvious to me, uh, communism is where this ends up. Because if you keep trying to push equality, not equity, not fairness, but equality, actual equality, you have to take from the rich and give to everybody else. And eventually everybody else becomes poor, including the rich people, because number one, they can't subsidize all the crazy fucking programs like the Green New Deal, $93 trillion over the next 10 years. Who's got $93 trillion? Jeff Bezos is worth like what? 200 billion, and that's not even real money. That's, that's stock. If he sold that today, he would never get 200 billion out. And then they would tax all that anyway. There would be capital gains tax on that. You can't take all that money and just send it to the government and expect it to work. I mean, anytime we take taxes and give them to the government, money is lost. It's, it's basically a sieve because you have employees over there Everything is just dripping through. There's obviously, there's a certain amount of corruption which needs to be addressed. And I think maybe we should address how all these politicians who are in public life, you know, public service for their entire adult lives, how they're all of a sudden, you know, they retire and they're worth 20 million, 30 million, 50 million, 200 million, like Nancy Pelosi. Where do they get all that money? Hmm, might, might be getting some stock tips over there might be using a little bit of that inside information but uh yeah so i don't know what i was even talking about <laughs> yeah so the democrats are, are just going so far left and i don't think that's sustainable but we will see what happens tomorrow and uh maybe the days after and if things get really bad here i'm going to tifton because i don't want to be in john's creek if things get bad um i you know I also don't really like having neighbors who are 10 feet from me on either side. It's not, not ideal. But um, anyway, so this is the first episode. 
And I'm going to keep doing these because I need to uh, vent a little bit. The name might change, but hopefully somebody watches at some point. If not, fuck it. <laughs>